You're listening to Swastik and this is the Sell Like Hell podcast. All right, in today's podcast I want to talk about the five ways to master sales. Think about this. In fact, have you felt guilty while you're selling something? Do you feel like you're doing something wrong? Do you feel manipulative? Do you feel pushy? Do you feel a little itchy? Do you feel a little scared? The thing is, initially in the first seven businesses of mine, when I started selling, when I would go out there and sell, I wouldn't feel good. I would feel very, very shitty about myself, and there was something wrong. But now, you know, now when I sell, when I host a webinar or when I go to a client, I quite literally, absolutely love what I do, and it feels so insanely good right now. Let me let me give you a measure to see if you've done a good job in selling and this is the metric that I want you to think about. I think you've done a fantastic job in selling when people buy from you and thank you for giving them this opportunity to buy. At this point this happens with every single sale that I make. After the sale people come to me and they thank me for the sale that I made and it feels great. All right? So In fact in today's podcast I want to talk about the five things that you need to master in order to be able to sell like hell. The thing is there is a lot of fear associated with selling and I want you to know that this is common. I want you to know that everybody goes through these things. Today I want to tell you what these five fears are and how you can overcome these fears. So coming to the first fear this is the fear of rejection. Here's the thing. Selling is a game of rejection. which means the more you get rejected the more you are going to sell which means the more you get rejected that essentially means that the more money you are going to make so please remember this selling is a game of rejection and the more you get rejected the more money you make so this is a part of the process it's a part of the process it's the thing is rejection is only a challenge when you don't sell effectively you know where you feel that if you're rude to somebody that's where it goes wrong when you're pushy or intrusive this is where the real fear comes in people usually get this rejection when they're cold calling and i'm going to be talking about cold calling as well but what i want you to remember is they get scared when they cold call because it's intrusive there's no permission the user has not given you permission to call him or her during the day and disturb their day So it's a challenge only when you are rude to somebody or if you're really pushing somebody into something or you're being intrusive. If you approach sales from this point of view that you know what by me selling I'm actually doing a service to this person. Every webinar of mine I know for a fact that when I sell something to somebody this person's life is going to change. In fact a lot of people talk to me during the webinar post the webinar and I talk to them and they ask me if this is for me and a few people I realize that this product is not for them and I tell them and for a few people who i believe that this product is entirely entirely for them i completely honestly tell them and tell them to take that leap and that is when i know that when i'm pushing them or when i'm asking them to take that leap i know for a fact that it comes from a place of service so to get over the fear of rejection take sales from a place of service whatever it is that you sell if you're selling a bottle of water you know that this by you selling this bottle of water you are helping this person get healthier because water is very essential right so please take sales from a point of service and you won't have this fear of rejection this brings me to point number 2 fear of people throwing objections here's the thing a lot of people don't step out there to sell because they think that you know what if i go today i i don't like the objections that people throw 
when i step out today man i don't know what is going to happen what if he says that i don't have money what if he says that i don't have time for this what if he sh- just shuns me or what if he says i don't trust you honestly it can happen here's the thing the concept of objection is when a customer is throwing an objection at you you need to feel happy because if he throws an objection it means he or she has an intention to buy it's just that there is something that's preventing them from buying but they have a very strong intention to buy so if the next time somebody throws an objection at you please start celebrating because the minute they throw an objection it means this person wants to buy there is something that's stopping them from buying just understand what is stopping your client from making that decision please stop taking objections personally it's nothing against you when they object you or when they reject you for that matter they're not rejecting you they're just rejecting the proposal that you've made so please stop taking objection to heart and understand what is it that is preventing my client from buying so when you practice or when you take objections from this approach you will only realize that there are major majorly about four or five objections right one is time people might tell you that you know what i don't have time to talk to you right now maybe they actually don't have time how do you know the second thing is people might tell you i think you're too expensive at this point what the client is essentially saying is that you know there are better services or products out there why are you so expensive or they don't see the value in your product which means you've not done a good job showing people that this is valuable the third one is they might say that you know what i need to ask my husband or wife i need to ask my boss so this is a decision making thing which means they don't have the authority to make a decision and this is where you need to consider have i been talking to the right person all this while if you've been talking to the right person this objection should never come up and the other objection that you might have is hey i i've just met you i need to know a little more about you this is essentially what they they're trying to tell you is they don't trust you right and here's the thing instead of taking this to heart ask yourself why should this person trust me did i give this person enough reason you know for him or her to trust me right so when you practice addressing objections in advance which means if you take them through this phase of objection handling well in advance that's addressing the objection of time money all of these things before they even come up this is this is the concept of preemptive objection handling a lot of these things are going to be sorted so stop getting scared of people throwing objections in fact start falling in love with the objections because the more objections they throw the more sales you make the thing is let's say you go through 10 15 clients you'll pretty much cover all the objections that people can throw and now you just need to be prepared and if you're prepared to handle these objections why are you scared that comes me uh, that that comes me what what am i saying sometimes i make mistakes and this podcast is entirely unedited this is me talking my heart out and that brings me to point number 3 that's the fear of following up here's the thing 80% of the revenues that you're going to generate in your life comes from this concept called following up and the real question is how many of you do it the real question is do you do it in fact at this point i'm thinking about myself and i'm thinking am i doing it right in fact i'm thinking am i doing it enough right here's the thing the fear of following up comes from this factor that what if i'm seen too desperate what if i'm seen too pushy what if i'm seen too i don't know intrusive right so people hate this idea of having to pick up the phone and reaching out to prospects saying sir uh, you asked you showed interest yesterday i just wanted to check what happened right so this 
freaks the hell out of people because people think that they're being intrusive. The feeling comes from this comes from this feeling of pestering people, bothering people. And the thing is, you're right. Get this, you're right. To get past this, you need to stop cold calling. So many people make cold calls, and the issue with cold calling, in fact, there is a technique to cold calling. The issue with this is that you don't have permission. So to get over this fear, all you need to do is schedule a call. So which means if you've scheduled a call at 11 a.m. today, all you need to do is pick up the phone at 11 a.m. and tell them that, hey, we had a call scheduled at 11 a.m. because this was planned well in advance. A follow-up has to be planned, right? A call has to be planned. You can tell them, hey, uh, can I get in touch with you tomorrow to ask you what is happening with this? They'll say yes, which means you can call them at the next day. And that day, if they still say that, you know what, I still need time, you ask them, you make another schedule. So always schedule your follow-ups. And with respect to messaging, people really freak the hell out when they have to send a WhatsApp message with the follow-up or one text message for that matter. Here's a technique for you. When you send a message following up with people, at the end of the message, always leave them a note saying, you know what, if you want me to stop following up, just tell me to stop and I'll back the hell out. If you notice, I don't know if you get messages from me. I don't know if you get, if you are on my VIP uh, broadcast list. I don't know if you're on any of my lists, but you will always notice that you have an option to opt out because I send a lot of messages to people. I send a lot of content, valuable content. And even in that content, I tell people, if you want me to stop sending this to you, just ask me to stop and I leave. I won't feel bad. The thing is, this is permission, which means people have the permission to say no. And you will see that 90% of the people will not say no because they have this FOMO themselves. They have this fear of missing out, which means they want to, they, they want you to follow up. Think about this. Really, really think about this. So at the end of the message, just leave a, put a tagline saying, if you want me to stop, I'll stop. And you can follow up forever till then, till you, you know, encash the sale. That brings me to fear number four. That is the fear of closing. Have you wondered or at times do you feel like, you know what, I've just been making the sale forever and forever and forever. This happens. And I've seen this with a lot of salespeople. They keep talking about their product. They keep talking about their service. And this goes on for hours. And then they still keep talking about it. And they expect the customer to pull out their cards and give them money. Why do you do that? This is because you feel that the minute I ask for the sale, that's the minute I close the sale and ask them for money, the prospect has to make a decision. And the fear that you have is, there is this fear that I might not like the decision that they make. And what is that decision you don't like? The decision is that, you know, they might say no. So this is, the, this is essentially the fear of losing the sale. So if you don't make the close, there is no sale that will happen. Remember this, at some point you are going to have to make this decision. And I would say, stop talking about your product or service and start closing. Because the minute you close, two things happen. One is you make the sale. Second, the customer is benefited. By you not making the close, by you not asking for money, two people missed out on a really good opportunity. One is you. The other one is the person whose life could have been transformed by your product. By you fearing, because you are scared to close, you ruin two people's lives. Are you happy about it? Start looking at closing from this perspective. In fact, start looking at selling from a perspective of service and all of this will be sorted. 
the last fear one of the biggest fears that i get the biggest fears that i used to have in the past is fear of not knowing enough this is very common in the internet age because you feel like if you're talking about something to somebody all they have to do is they have to pick up their phone go on google you know google your service or your product and show you this picture saying you know what this is cheaper you know what they're offering a better service you know what they're offering a better deal and they might even try to educate you on this product this is the fear of not knowing enough right or they might ask you how are you better than the others and you don't know let me remind you on a couple of things here the first thing is you being in this business or you being you if you've been selling this product for a while the first thing you need to know is you definitely know more than the buyer of course that being said the first objective i'm taking this foundation that you've already spent enough time learning the product understanding the product and building the product if you're an entrepreneur that is so you by default know more than the buyer the buyer might have google knowledge but you have the real experience and knowledge that's the first thing i want you to remind to remember right the second thing that i want you to remember is even if this happens start talking in terms of what the user will experience working with you right because today everybody has this ability to compare you they just need to pull out their phones like you're just thinking about they just have to compare so don't justify why you're better instead show them why you're better start talking about the experience they'll get in fact as you are talking about this get them to experience things with you get them to understand why you are better don't start saying you know what i am good because of this instead start talking about them start talking about their problems start talking about their service start talking about how their life will be better after they work with you the minute you do this they get to experience why you are better start showing people how much you care about them the minute you do this the minute you do this things are going to be sorted for you all right so these are the five things that are going to stop you from making that sale if you master these five things that's the fear of rejection fear of people throwing objections at you fear of following up fear of closing and fear of not knowing enough if you master these five things you are going to sell like hell on an end note i want to tell you that selling is an exchange of value selling is an exchange of respect which means when you sell two people are benefited one is you the other person is the customer when you go with this intention of service when you go selling with this approach that you know what i'm selling to make this world a better place none of this is going to hold value all right so master these five things and go out there and sell like hell thank you for listening to me this is the sell like hell podcast where we learn how to sell influence and impact the world we learn something from here we execute it in our lives and we teach it to more people daily over the internet with the hashtag let's do it thank you once again this is swastik signing off bye bye